And welcome back, George Norrie, along with Susan Allen. Susan, have you ever wondered why you got this gift? Not how, but why? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, well, I think, you know, um, if you've had a rough childhood, which I did, and when you finally come through that and you've done all the healing work, because you really have to do the healing work on yourself, I think you get a miracle. And I feel like maybe because I got through my own life, my own childhood, I feel like I'm here to help others now because I was helped by nice people along the way. And when that happened to you, did it change your life? Oh, my God, so much. I mean, I doubted it for so long. I really doubted it. And... It just feels like um, I can't do anything else. Like nothing else is as joyful to me as doing this. And it's like once you do this kind of work, you can't really go back. Did you perfect your skills as the years went by? Yeah, they're they're different. They're elevated. Um, I know that part of the journey for anybody that's talented or has the abilities or hones the abilities. It's part of your soul's journey, too. It's so much more than, you know, fame and fortune. It's not about that. It's really about becoming who you're supposed to be and and sticking it out. And no matter if it's, if it's a bad day or a good day, it's all about service and serving. And when you come from that place, I think it's the greatest thing you could ever do. Did you ever have an animal telepathy-wise thank you for what you do? Yeah, I've had I've had a couple of animals say, hey, I really like you. I'd love for you to come over, like hang out with his mom. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's so funny. You know, I've had them say that every once in a while, and it makes me giggle. Let's take some calls. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Thomas in La Jolla, California. Welcome to the show. Go ahead, Tom. Hi, George. Thank you for accepting my call. Susan, your heart energy is very palpable and great information from your personal experience. Um, Comment and then a question. Here in Southern California, there was an animal, a wild mountain lion that was known as P-22, mm-hmm. that's yes. P is in Paul, 2-2. Two, two. Yes. And it lived in around the Griffith Observatory, mm-hmm. and um, the indigenous tribes of Southern California, the men and women shamans, considered it a sacred spirit animal that lived simultaneously in the real world and in the dream time. And um, it passed away a little over a year ago. And I know several people, including myself, I mean, many people who have had dreams where this animal has appeared. Um, For me, it's like I will be hiking and, you know, P-22 runs up, very playful, you know, very friendly, that type of thing. For the coast-to-coast audience, If you go in on Google, type in P-22, P as in Paul, 2-2, you will see the most amazing 
photographs and videos of this magnificent animal. And so I was wondering if you had a reading, possibly, on P-22. You know, I feel like he's so multidimensional at this point, and I feel like he's guarding a lot of different people at the same time. And I also feel like he's still guarding much of the wildlife. Um, so I feel like the connection that you have with him is beautiful. And I would keep that connection because I feel like he's going to be a powerful figure for you in many, um, in many things that you're going to be doing in your, um, I would say, like the next 10 months for you. You're going to have some really wonderful things and decisions to make, and I feel like he's probably one of your guides right now because I see him in many different areas um, helping a lot of different people and animals. When they say a cat has nine lives, what do they mean by that, Suze? <laughs> um, I think all animals have many lives, you know, but... When they say a cat has nine lives, I really just think the intelligence of a cat, whether it's a pussy cat or a big, beautiful P-22 lion, the intelligence and the wisdom of cat energy, you know, there's, there's nothing like a cat to have in your house because they do really see so much spirit and balance the energy, and they're amazing at perception. So they're just like on an elevated level when a reincarnation happens through a cat. It's pretty amazing. Have you ever had an animal, alive or dead, solve a problem or a mystery for you? Absolutely. I mean, um, my own personal experience with my own pets, are you talking about, or just a general? In, in general, in general. Yeah, general is um, many animals have found keys. Like I talk to the animal, and he's, he's like, my, her keys are next to my photo, and it's just remarkable to me. Or I read years ago, it was like one of my first readings, and I, I, was, I was dumbfounded, and it was hard to believe. I read for this woman, and I said, your uh, dogs were photographed with your grandfather on the day of your wedding. And she was saying, no, that's not true. And I said, no, they're in a hutch. She told me I actually said this, and I have no memory of it. And she said that she went in the hutch, and there were the photos of her grandfather with her two, I think they were labs, actually. And um, she, she, it, they were a surprise for her. And her grandfather had, had passed away. So she found these pictures, and the animal communicated this to me. It was incredible. That is amazing. Let's go to Lauren in New Jersey. Welcome to the show. Hi, Lauren. Hi, George, Susan. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. Um, I was hoping maybe you could connect with my cat. Um, she passed a while back. I don't really know what she suffered from at the end, what, what the sickness was that she had. And also, I found her as a stray, so I never really mm -hmm. kind of knew where she came from, and I was hoping maybe we could connect on that. I'm, I'm going to ask you this. Do you have a cat in the spirit world that's white and orange and black? Yeah. Okay, that's the cat that's coming through to me, and she's really, she looks full and healthy, and she's, like, fluffy right now, and she's telling me that she was, she still kind of hangs out with you in the house. She especially hangs out in the sun. Um, mm -hmm. She likes the sun. 
So do you have like a, a windowsill that she would like? She's showing me herself like in the sun, like on a windowsill or a window ledge or possibly the back of a sofa. Do you understand? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, because she still is there. She's telling me she stays with you a lot. So you have not gotten another cat yet. No. Yeah, she wants you to. She wants you to. Um, this is what she's mentioning that you need to uh, get a little adoptee, even if you foster. It's really, really important for you. Mm. And would you consider doing that for her? Well, we have a stray in the yard, actually, that we're <laughs> taking care of. But oh, good. Very, very would you consider fostering and bringing one inside? Because that's what she's asking. For. Well, you know, we, I, I, I can't. Not at this time? Okay. Well, you don't have to, when you foster, you know, you don't have to oh. usually. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I'm sorry? I said, yeah, well, we know how that goes. <laughs> but, no, I mean, did, any, did we know what, what what was wrong with her? What exactly was wrong? Um, sometimes they don't always talk about because they don't know, but I feel something. Um, she said that her stomach was hurting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she, I feel like, you know, she just went very, very quick. Do you understand that? Did it happen suddenly? Like she would have just. Um, not been able to eat, and then she just went? Mm, a while. It, it took, you know, it, we. she had like a, a year of up and down. Because and... I feel like it started in her abdomen. But sometimes, yeah. you know, with the animals that cross over, when, you're, when you don't understand, they don't discuss it specifically because they don't want you to think about that. They want you to think about the fun and the joy and looking her looking at her lying in the sun because I feel like that would have raised your vibration. So they don't come from the spirit world to talk about um, their illness a lot of the time. Sometimes they'll just use it as validation as to what they had. But you you didn't know what she had, so she can't validate. Do you understand that? That's a good point. Lauren, thanks for the call. Next up, Greg in Burbank, California. Gregory, you're up. Go ahead. Hi. Um, I'm happy that she can read people as well. And oh, yeah. I had a question whether she feels any good fortune or something uh, celebratory coming to me soon. Yeah, I feel like a new relationship is coming in, and I don't know what that means. Um, but I feel like a new relationship is coming in, whether male or female, and I feel like it's on a handshake, and I also feel like it's a business deal. So uh-huh. I hope that helps. Is there something that you're working on right now? Uh, not in particular because uh, it's uh, Christmas season and a lot of the business is closed. Uh, and it's start no, picking I mean, up again next year. It's January, February, March. Yeah. I feel more like March, though. I see. Yeah. Um, I think it's and as a medium, though, uh, do you talk to the other side of, like, guides that are watching over me? Well, I feel like that's who's giving me the information for you because you and I don't really know each other. Uh-huh. Um, well, that's it, why I say compared yeah, to Yeah, totally. And do you, is there the a C initial or a Chris that you would understand? C uh-huh. or Chris or Christopher? Uh, who's passed me? Don't know. They just brought me that name. Oh. Well, I know a few people named Christopher, but I don't have any business contacts with Okay, so let's let's just say this. I do feel like um, there will be 
you know, when my spirit guides, <laughs> working with your guides, they're just showing me, like, money coming in. And I feel like that's what you're, quest- you're asking about. Is that right? Like, when you're going to hit or when there's going to be a business deal. Is that right? Something more like something successful coming or something like that. Yeah, because I see a pot of gold. Oh, that's not bad. That's what they show me. Now, it's not like a pot of gold, but when I see a pot of gold, it's pretty good. (laughs) At the price of gold right now, a pot of gold would be not too bad. I hope that helps. Thanks, Greg. But you see that we're around the first quarter of next year, huh? Yeah, I see it in March, more like something happening into January, February, and then like like cementing it in March, mid-March. Tell me about your spirit guides, Susan. Tell me what they are. Are they angels? What are they? <laughs> well, I think they're a culmination of, you know, my own family that's in the spirit world working on my behalf because they would have never believed this if they were all alive and I was doing this. I think they would have had a hard time. They had a hard time dealing with such a sensitive child, you know. It was the 60s. There wasn't a lot of patience. But it's not like I I literally see my own guides. I feel them. I sense them. I can feel my family around me. Um, and, and that's kind of how it works. Like I know some mediums that say, oh, my spirit guide has got pigtails and she rides roller skates and she cracks gum. It's like, Really? Okay, that's great. I wish, you know, that's not what I'm looking for. I'm just looking for the unseen world to help people, help me help people. Let's go to Jim in New York. Take it away, Jim. Hello. Hi, Jim. I'd like to know what's coming in, if anything, in my future with love life. Love life in the future. What do you think, Susan? I think you got to... Um, stay. Are you on the apps? Are you going out? Because they're showing me that you're, you're. Um, are you joining these clubs? Like those clubs that you joined to date? I haven't done that in twenty years. No, I didn't join any. You have to do that. You have to like society's not going to come to you. You got to go out into society. It's not going to come to you. You have to go out and look for it. And I feel like the way to do that is to join a club. Um, um, are you part of a spiritual group in New York, a synagogue, a church? Because I feel like something like that, like a, a, a dance club or something through a synagogue or a church or an affiliate, something like that, you're going to meet somebody. And I, I do see, like, she's got, like, um, not tight curly hair, but she's got, like, blondish-reddish hair. Well, you and even would... get it down to the hair color, huh? Yeah, because they just showed me her. Now, when you, you say when you say they, who's they? I don't know. <laughs> Divine, my spirit guides. They just brought her in. Can I ask you a question? Do you dance? No, I'm a musician. I play the drums. I tune pianos. Oh my God! Okay, Pe- I know a piano tuner in New York. That's interesting. It's a great um, occupation. Yeah, it's a great occupation. Um, so I'm seeing. That it's in like where there's music. Well, he plays. He plays a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing, and I see you dancing with her. So I don't know if you're going to get up, you're going to put your drumsticks down, and go on the dance floor and just do a little, you know, spinning with her on the dance floor. But while she dances, he can play the drums, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. And she's also um, she's petite. 
she when I see this woman, I see that she's petite. Um, and, when's when's this going to happen for him? So, oh well, now that's a whole nother. That's that's the that's the key to the whole thing. Okay, I'm getting eight eight weeks, eight months. Oh, that's not bad. No, eight no. weeks. Mm-hmm. Eight months. Eh. But yeah, but it's we- definitely a dance situation. Like she'll be dancing. Now again, are these his guides coming to you, or your guides coming to you? George, George, if I could figure this out, that would be the, that would be the most amazing. I want answers, thing. Susan. I know, but I don't try to figure it out. I'm just I feel blessed and grace that I can give this information. I'm not trying to figure it out. I'm just trying to be the messenger. What is easier for you to give readings on humans or animals? It's much easier for animals on me physically with. With um, predictions or psychic, that's not hard on me. But if we go into the mediumship realm, it it could um, it doesn't you know it messes with you a little bit neurologically. So you have to calm your body down. Does that make sense after a big event or reading? Absolutely. Yeah. Susan's website is linked up at coasttocoastam.com. And you've been doing this for years now, since your late teens. Truly no, remarkable. No, I, I always was connected to the spirit world, but I I was, you know, immigrant parents, second generation, I should say. We were all taught, you got to go out, earn a living. So I didn't allow myself um, the ability that I have now. I wouldn't, I thought this would be a luxury item. But you still had these abilities, Always had him. I mean, my mother died when I was 25. I heard her screaming. I think I told you the last time. I heard her screaming like she was in the room with me. She was gone six months, get to the emergency room, and she saved my life. All right, we're going to come back and take final questions in a moment on Coast to Coast AM. And welcome back to our final segment with Suzanne Allen as we are talking about the other side. What's new on the other side, Susan, these days? It's just happy and grand over there. <laughs> when you're there one day, who do you think will visit you? Human souls? Animal souls? Well, I hope the first the first animal I see is my, my dog running up to me that I lost. I hope I see her first. Um, but, yeah, I just, um, my wish is that, you know, that I continue to do this work on the spirit side, you know, to continue to help animals and people. Are they thankful to you? I feel that, yeah. I feel that because, you know, as you said, it's it's progressive. It You know, you learn something new every day, and as time goes on, you grow in it. You grow in the field. You open your awareness. You open to guides. I do see you know, lights, and I, I feel like there are beings out there, I you know, what we would call aliens, that are really here to protect us and help heal us and help solve the great mysteries in life. So I do feel like when you said, when you asked me before, you know, who am I connecting with, it definitely changes and morphs the higher I go in my meditation. Let's go to the calls. Let's go to Vicki in St. Louis, one of my old Nighthawk listeners. Hi, Vicki. You too. You ready for Christmas? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> I'm trying. Well, it's good to hear from you again. Go ahead. You're on with Susan. I uh, lost my baby, my best friend, in April. She was a 14-pound bull mastiff, and um, it was a really unusual way to lose her. I tell you, she um, 
she started losing strength in her legs, and she got where she could hardly walk. And uh, I wanted to put her down, but um, every time I talk about it, I even call these visiting angels that come to your house and do it. Yeah, yeah. She would cry. She would just. That's the only time she would ever cry because she, oh, like, she right. knew I don't want it. I don't yeah, want she that. Wasn't, she didn't want it like that. She really didn't. I, I didn't do it, and I got help. Some friend came over and started helping me because I had to, you know, lift her and change yeah. her, and took mm-hmm. care of her for about two weeks. And uh, one morning, I stayed up with her. I knew she was going to pass that morning. I stayed up with her all night and. Um, I suddenly I seen this blue light kind of light up behind her. Wow. And um, she started looking. Her eyes got real big, and she started looking, and she'd seen something, and she was, like, freaking out, and she started kind of biting at it and, like, get away. No, no. And I put my hand on her chest, and her heart was just beating 100 miles an hour. And then she looked up over her head and kind of followed the lights on the ceiling, and watching whatever was here and watched it leave, and she just, boom, her heart just stopped. She must have went with it. Oh, how beautiful. What an experience. It was, and <gasps> I, I just oh, cried. I could heart. feel that. It's, oh, I feel it in my heart. What a, And you could see that with the naked eye. Yes. What a gift. And I, oh, I still don't know who came and got her, but I, pray, I always prayed that, like, my other like dogs. Was definitely an angel. But I right. also feel, is your mom in the spirit world? Because I feel a female around her in the spirit world. The petting you know, her my, I lost my mom in January. So, yeah, she may, yeah, my mom passed in January also. Well, you have a very unique connection. Um, and I feel like you probably are talking to her almost every day. Yes, I do. <laughs> I talk to her every day. Mm-hmm. And, and I know really, she's around. Oh, yeah. I mean, the... The ability to see with the naked eye the lights is just magnificent. And it was so hard to take care of her because, you know, she couldn't go outside anymore. She, you know, she could hardly walk. Sometimes she would try, but she Well, could... you know what it is? It was her life force was so strong. Um, the body failed, but the life force, she didn't, she wasn't wanting to leave. You know, she just was a fighter. Um, but I feel like she's at peace. Um, with the spirit world, you know, because she's got the freedom again that she didn't have, you know, because when they're out of the body and into the spirit realm, they're free. They're free to just do what they want to do and play again and and be happy. And I, I also see her with a younger man in the spirit world, um, not an old older person, but I feel like a young person, and I, I don't know who this would be. Do you understand? Not like a child young, but yeah. a younger guy would feel like 30s or 40s that would have crossed over. Unless my dad, you know, had been with her. Maybe. Okay. Because yeah. I feel like she's with this um, man that um, is also taking care of her. And, and that's a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, she's... it's great. I mean, but I also feel like she's also around you and and around because there's a huge connection because I feel like this rainbow going from your heart to hers. Thanks, Vicki. Vicki was with me 26 years ago when I was the Nighthawk in St. Louis, Susan. (laughs) Wow. 26 years. Wow. Wow. Where where does the time go? I don't know. I keep asking myself that. (laughs) 
Let's go to Ron in the state of Washington, and welcome to the show. Hey, Ron. Oh, hey, George. Thanks for hanging in there. Susan, thank you so much. You're so pleasant to listen to. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for listening. And I did enjoy the gopher deer story. Loved it. (laughs) Anyway, I've been waiting for more than a year and a half for such a blessing of an opportunity. My wings kitty, is he... uh, is he still gone, or did he re, recar- reincarnate? Um, it's so funny. Did you call him Wings? Wings, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, because I just saw, like, you called him something, but I literally saw a cat with, like, angel wings on when when you said that. Was was the cat, like, a black cat? Do you have a black cat also in the spirit world? Well, he was, he was a, a brown cat, and what happened was he got... Uh, caught up in the cuckleburrs, and then to to uh, get rid of the cuckleburrs, he'd rub on the brush, uh-huh. and the cucklebird gobs would make wings, and that's where his name came from. Oh, I'm uh-huh. Okay. Um, I just, I do feel like he has not reincarnated yet, believe it or not. Okay. I don't feel like he's reincarnated yet. Have you asked him to reincarnate and come back? Well, I'd like to, yeah. Yeah. Um. I want you to focus on that and have talks with him and okay. say, please come back. Yep. They do oh. listen. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm I really feel, sorry. I, I need you to be very confident in your determination to say, I really want you back. Okay. Give me a sign. But tell Show him me I'm where really you are. Sorry. Because I keep seeing a black, black cat in the spirit world um, with some white on it. That's and, Moochie. Oh, okay. Another cat that left it. Okay, um, but I feel like the cat is will come back to you. You just have to ask. All right. All right, thank you, Ron. Thank you so much, Susan. You're welcome. Thanks, Ron. Interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. You bring hope to a lot of people, Susan. Oh, thanks. Yeah, well, I think that it is, I think life is hopeful. I really do. Next up, let's go to Julie in New York. Welcome to the show. Hi, Julie. Hi, George. Hi, Susan. Hi, Julie. Um, Yeah, my sister-in-law passed away two weeks ago from multiple sclerosis, and I didn't know if there's any messages from her. Wow, you guys were best friends. Yeah, my husband passed away 17 years ago, so it's kind of a rough time this time of year. Right. I'm so sorry. Um... But you, the sister-in-law that had MS, she's, like, holding your hand. So I feel like there was a bond between the two of you. Um, wow. And I I also feel like she kissed your face just now when I was just talking to her. And I feel like she's saying thank you because you would have helped her. Um, and she's she's very, very much around you. Did you, do you. Did she like to shop? Yes. Okay. She's shopping away. <laughs> and when I, have, yeah, I, been, you know, a long time since I've been able to speak to her because of her MS, and she, you know, couldn't hold the phone and all of that. But that's her favorite thing to do was shopping. Because she's shopping away, um, and she's laughing. And I feel like when before she was either wheelchair bound or unable to function. I want to say this woman had the greatest smile and would light up a room when she walked into it. Yes. I feel her soul is there. Like the soul was always there to make other people happy and 
to be there for other people and and just very generous and giving and loving and i i really am happy that you got to experience such a wonderful woman in your life because she's telling me that you're just as wonderful and i'm sorry this is a very tough time of year when when souls that are close to you leave i understand that were there any messages from my husband i was just thinking about him would um did he did he pass away? Um, he, you said he passed away in December, right? No, no. It was 17 years ago. 17 he passed years away ago. from pancreatic cancer. Okay. Um, okay, so let me ask you a question. Did, was he funny and liked to crack you up all the time? Um, yeah, sometimes he did. Okay. Because there's somebody that comes through for you that is a real practical joker. And I'm not sure who this person is. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't quite that way. I don't think he was more on the quiet side, I guess. Okay, because somebody's coming in is and they're kind of like trying to make you laugh again. Oh wow! And I I want to say that although this time of year is hard, they're always with you. They're always with you when you have a dinner or you go to a dinner or you're celebrating. Um, and they they are always there to try to raise your vibration and and kind of help help you in any way that they can. But I feel like um, did you did you also have a dog, hun? No, we okay. we never had a dog. Because there's a pet in the spirit world with a man, and I don't. It's small, and I don't know if um, I can't tell what it is. I don't know what kind of animal this, this is. But your sister-in-law, um, did she have a pet? Do you know if she had a pet? No, no she didn't. Okay. But my, my husband, like, every year when I turn on the Christmas music, and my favorite song was always um, Burl Live singing Holly Jolly, you know. Um, so when I turn on the, the radio, then if I tell him ahead of time, you know, could you play my song for me? And then after a couple songs, and it's playing on the radio. So he does that for me every year. Oh, that is amazing. That's that's just spirit validating what you need for that moment. And you're recognizing the signs and symbols. And I always tell everyone that I work with, try to recognize the signs and the symbols. But spiritual people generally do recognize signs and symbols from the spirit world. And I just feel like um, he's... I feel like he's coming in, but he is kind of quiet. But there is somebody else there that's trying to make you laugh and kind of joke around. And I don't know who this other person is, but your husband is very much a part of your life. And, Julie, we've got a live show on Christmas night, so make sure you're part of it, okay? Then I appreciate all the kind words. Thank you so much. Bye, Julie. Thank you. You could tell it gets emotional for people. Yeah, I mean, losing loved ones is, you know, hard because our loved ones give us our memories, our life meaning, and when they go, we're left with the love and the memories. But that's what never dies. I think that's what makes them communicate back to us to let let us know that they're they just, like, walked into the next room. They haven't gone anywhere, you know. So how do people get a hold of you through your website? They can send you an email and make set-up appointments? Yeah, they can book directly on my website. I got two appointments left in the month of December. My assistant told me before I came. 
Um, and most of my appointments I'm taking for January, and it's SusanAllenMedium.com. Generally, how long do your appointments last? I have a short one for 25 minutes, and I have a 50-minute reading. So it just depends on what people feel they want to do with me. Pretty pretty intense. (laughs) It is? No, I don't think so. (laughs) I mean, I guess it is. I feel like I give a lot of information, and sometimes people will say to me, wow, that's a lot of information. I'll have to think about that, you know? But, um, yeah, I just, I love it, George. What are you going to do? Keep doing what you're doing, Susan, and we'll see you next, okay? Thanks. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Susan Allen, her website is linked up at coasttocoastam.com. And she is one heck of a spiritual, intuitive healer in medium who studies mediumship on people and, as you have heard, animals as well. Stick with us on our next program as we talk with astrologer William Stick Evers about the financial world we're in. And then later on, Howard Reback joins us to tell people not to gamble so much. For Dan Galanti. Tom Danheiser, Lisa Lyon, Lex Lonehood, Sean LaDesseur, Stephanie Smith, Chris Burroughs, Tim Banal, George Knapp, and Ian Punnett. I'm George Norrie, somewhere out there on Coast to Coast AM. We'll see you on our next edition. Until then, be safe, everyone.